bong bong. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Joel will send you your your bets straight to your email. He does all the research for you, finds where he thinks the, the bookmakers have made a mistake and where we can make some money. He'll send you what to bet on, which bookmaker has the best odds, how much of your bankroll to place on the bet, and why he thinks he has the edge on that bet. What the correct line is, what the actual line is. Man, he does the research for you. He gives you the information. You make the decision on whether to take the bet. Dude, Bet With Joel has been active for like 18 months. He's had like two losing months all up. Dude, this Bet With Joel basically paid for this whole studio. And that's a beautiful thing. So if you want to sign up, start making that money like we're making over here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, go to betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F, slash welcome to the potty, enter promo code potty exclusive 50, that's P-O-D-D-Y exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription. 50% off your first week subscription. Do you know what that means? That means you can get out to a real good head start, man. 50% off, bung bung, that's a beautiful thing. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week and no lock-in subscriptions you can leave whenever you want I don't know why you'd want to welcome to the potty is also supported by Phoenix Fitness that's FNX Fitness if you like going to the gym if you've put on that quarantine 15 bruh you go to Phoenix Fitness they'll help you out with your uh, you know, you've got your your, pre, your creatine, your protein, your friggin' pre-workout, whatever it is that you need to put in your body to make yourself look and feel better, it's at Phoenix Fitness. Go to the episode description for the link uh, and enter promo code PODY, that's P-O-D-D-Y, uh, for 10% off all purchases through the link in the episode description or through the link on the Welcome to the Potty Instagram profile. Phoenix Fitness, get your gut right. If you want to support Welcome to the Potty directly, just go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a butter soft Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. It's all unsourced here at Welcome to the Potty podcast. That means we don't fact check shit. All right. And But I'll tell you what is a fact. And that's that uh, 5% of all proceeds go to charity. Um, so think about that for a second. These shirts, dude, are so soft, bro. And I've said this before. I started, you know, I started talking shit about one of these th- these shirts and just started crying, bro, because it's soft as fuck. You understand? You want your skin to get confused as to where it's at? Your skin thinks it's like bathing in lotion, but nah, it's just got a welcome to the potty soft as fuck t-shirt, bro. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. 5% of all proceeds go to charity. Think about that. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman. Because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the motherfucking Tom Clady of podcasting, because 
every episode is a game-winning drive, bro. Think about that. Think about it. Winning chips over here, bro. We got an award-winning segment on the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. If you guys, if you if you're new to the show, we've got a segment called Poor Pastor of the Week, and we'll get that we'll get to that later. But this award, an award-winning segment. You kidding me? You want quality? You want laughter? You want fucking? You want you know you want to chuckle? You want to chuckle so hard that you you know you pre-cum your little pants? You come to the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, bro, and that's where you're at right now, dude. I'm recording this on a Saturday as I always do, okay? It's cold as fuck in this studio. We don't bring heaters and shit in here because it makes too much noise. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right motherfucking now, bro. When you're listening to this, it's either Sunday or later. And that means, yes, yes, yes. That means that as you are listening to this, I have got or am in the process of getting my baby girl. Yes, my little my little puppy, German short head pointer, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl, Gigi, named after Kobe Bryant's daughter that he, he passed away with in the helicopter earlier this year. Gigi, Mambasita lives on. Think about that. So as you listen to this, I've got my dog in my arms and I'm petting her. I'm teaching her how to do between the legs dribbles and all types of shit, bro. Before I started this episode, dude, I've already been outside. I've finished the kennel. It is, it is the woods all stained up real nice, real proper. Okay. Real nice. The woods looking real nice. And then there's also, um, we, I repainted the, the roof of that shit. Third coat this morning. And it is looking yellow as a motherfucker, bro. Yes. Now, did I spill a little bit of paint from the roof onto the freshly stained wood? Yes. Will I restain it? Yes. Um, I was furious. I was furious. Just a little bit more work and the dog's coming tomorrow. So like, think about that. But yeah, we're, we're fucking, dude, we're, we're about to have a fucking dog, dude. I'm about to be a dog daddy. Dog daddy, bruh. Double D. P-O double D-Y like the titties, bruh. Think about that. Think about that, dude. Man. Oh, dude, it's, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's a long time coming. We've been, we've been on the list for this breeder for like probably eight months or something. And we're finally about, we are finally about to get our dog tomorrow, bro. I honestly felt like this day was never going to come, man. But it's coming, dude. It is so cold in here. I'm holding this coffee, but I'm nervous that my hands are going to take all the temperature from the cup. And I'm going to have cold coffee going down my throat. No Brunei, bro. You guys ever been to Brunei? Because Brunei is, uh, you know, Brunei was predominantly where the film Bruno was filmed. And um, there's also, in Brunei, you actually have to buy property cash, dude. Because it's no home loans in Brunei, bro. So, it's, uh, yeah, dude. Um... Dude, I've been talking a lot uh, about The Last Dance. And i got to tell you, dude. I, dude, yes, I miss the game. I miss it. I miss the game. But think about this. This dude, Michael Jordan, used to beat up his teammates. Right? 
punched a couple of these motherfuckers. He would bully them, call them soft, call them bitches, things like that, dude. Things that I used to do when I played. And no, I'm not Michael Jordan. But like Michael Jordan, I would never fucking get mad about some shit that you're not doing it if I'm not doing it, bro. I was doing that shit. You understand? But I'd often have coaches that instead, like, instead of fucking, you know, taking my back from time to time, they would just, they would like tell me to shut up or like pull me aside and say, you got it, you got to ease up on the boys or whatever. And it's like, ease up babysit these cats okay so when we're in the finals the other team's gonna ease up on us fuck that shit dude i wish i was eloquent enough to have been ready to say that shit like ease up bro and instead i'll be like yeah yeah, all right and the next time i do it i get i get in more trouble get yelled at you know because i didn't i didn't have an off switch you know and i talked about this Maybe last year or the year before, dude, when Jimmy Butler went through his shit with um, fucking the Minnesota Timberwolves, bro. Had his practice where he's shitting on cats, you know? And I talked about, like, that's, you know, I felt like that should have been embraced in me, dude, that fire. But it was always, they, they always tried to put that shit out. They always tried to put that shit out, dude. And, you know, sometimes you have, like, Sometimes you have moments where you look back and you're like, fuck, yeah, like maybe I should have done that shit differently. But fuck that. I watched Michael Jordan. I'm like, shit, I did everything the way I wanted to fucking do that shit, dude. You know? These motherfuckers should be scared to fuck up. Dude, dude, if money making Mitch, dude, probably eight months ago or six months ago, dude, money making Mitch went to upload an episode. Right? And he he uploaded the previous week's episode. So when people went to listen to it, they were listening to the episode they had already heard. He doubled up. He doubled it up. And um, Lavelle, you guys know about Lavelle. I talk about him pro- up on probably every episode, I'm pretty sure. He, he texts me. He's like, dude, uh, I've heard this episode. I'm like, what, did I talk about the same shit as last week? He's like, yeah, or it's the exact same episode as last week. And you know what I fucking did? I sexually abused Money Maker Mitch, bro. I was like, fuck you, bitch. And I started squeezing his ass cheeks and grabbing his dick. That's not true. But I yelled at him, bro. I yelled at Money Maker Mitch. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Double check shit. Make sure you double check shit. What's wrong with you, bro? We don't make mistakes here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Yes, it's rough, rugged, and raw. No, we don't edit shit. But get your shit together, bruh. And I yelled at him, bruh, because we don't make mistakes. And now guess what? Now when Moneymaker Mitch makes a mistake, he pisses his pants and he shivers in the corner because he should be scared to make mistakes, bruh. Get your shit together, Duke. You know, if you want to work at an award-winning podcast, bruh, you fucking don't double up episodes and you double check that shit. And that's what, that's what Michael Jordan's saying, bruh. Get bring your fucking A game to practice because ain't nobody going easy on us. But I wasn't allowed to do that because I wasn't Michael Jordan. You know, if I was out there winning NBA championships and shit, yeah, maybe I was allowed, maybe then I would be allowed to. But you know, we won a conference final. Uh, our team was stacked. I can't say that that was all, you know, that was all me. But guess what? 
Every time you put me on the court, if you're one of those fucking coaches that didn't want to play me and you played me like five minutes a game or three minutes, guess what I did in that three minutes? I fucking made a difference. And if you want to play me for 40 fucking minutes because you got no one else, I'll fucking make a difference, bro. And that's what I used to do. Regardless of how stacked or unstacked my team was, I'd go out there and make a difference. And that's what I like about watching this shit. Like I said, I'm no Michael Jordan, but I, f- I fucking feel it. It's a visceral feeling in my fucking guts, bro. And that's no, and that's no Brunei. There's no home loans in Brunei, bro. You understand? Um, but yeah, man, I fucking love this documentary. And once once all this shit clears up, bro, and you can have friends over again. Oh, and I guess we're allowed ten friends. I don't need any more than that because my house. It's a big house, but it's it's an old school house. Like it's not open plan, so it's not great for entertaining. So I want to get a couple friends over, grab a fat esky, open that bitch up, start this shit in the morning, start it episode one and watch 10, 10 hours of Mike Jordan while we drink and maybe develop some sort of Mike Jordan drinking game. Dude, that would be fucking lit, you know? So... Um, dude, it was mother's day last week and I didn't, I didn't mention it because I was recording on a Saturday, but I forgot this shit comes out on Sundays and you know, we, we support single parents here at the welcome to the potty podcast. So if you are a single mom or a single dad that has to also be a mom, you know, single dads sometimes have to do their daughter's hair and shit like that. And that's difficult, bro. That's difficult. Um, so shout out to all the, the, the single moms and single dads. And um, also, also uh, moms that aren't single too. Oh, shout out to all the moms and the and the single dads. There we go. Um, for Mother's Day last week, I didn't get my mom a present. I got her a um, I got her a bunch of flowers, and then we went over there for dinner. And um, I actually cooked up um, spaghetti carbonara, bro. Um, but as a as a Thalian person would say is uh, they would say spaghetti carbonara and then just start speaking normal English after that. You know, dude, what's up with that? You know, like Italian Americans, they're so proud to like Italian, like a New York Italian, right? He's so proud to be Italian, and he and then so he'll just talk like all normal, and then he'll just say Thalian. You know, and it'll be like, um, let me get one beer and uh, let me get a, a starter of calamari. And um, I'll get some water for the table and let me get some gabagool. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? What the fuck are you doing? Because no, you know who doesn't, do you know who doesn't do that? Dude, I've got Vietnamese friends and Thai friends and, um, you know, like... You know, all types of Asians, bro. And to be honest with you, I don't have that many Asian friends, but you guys have heard of mileage before. And mileage, you know, he, he knows he knows a little bit about speed, but only only really in in America, you know. But his his wife is Asian, so so there's that. Uh Dilbat. Dilbat, his girlfriend's Asian. Um Asian direct friends. Now I've got a friend called Justin Brickman. Um, went to college with him. He's Asian, dude. Part Asian. Um, dude, I've got, dude, I've got friends that, that, that look Asian, but they're not. JP, JP's Asian, bro. So, 
you know, um, but you know what they never do is when we go to like an Asian restaurant, they never go like, um, they never go, okay, let me get the parona cracker and, uh, let me get a broccoli bee. You know, they don't do that. They're just like, give me that beef and broccoli, prawn cracker, uh, spring roll. They don't go, a spring roll, you know? So I don't know why Italians do that. Dude, my headphones are fucked up. I got to get some new headphones. These look like they've been eaten by a dog, but I can't blame the dog. She's not here until tomorrow. Um, Sorry, before I went full racist, what was I talking about? Uh, Mother's Day. Yeah, so I made spaghetti carbonara. Fuck. And let me tell you this. Um, Rachel's friend Amanda got us that uh, Italian cookbook for our housewarming. And um, the fucking recipe in that, that's what I use. And that was, I got to say, and I cooked this shit. I got to say that was the best carbonara I've ever had. Dead ass. I'm serious, bro. No kidding. The best carbonara I've ever had. I cooked that shit. So... Um, that was fun to cook. I didn't do it. I didn't record it. I do have three episodes of Clay in the Kitchen ready. They're banked up, but I haven't edited them shits yet. Send them shits through to um, Money Making Mitch. Then YouTube blows up. The shutdown of YouTube happens, bro. Um, I've got another weird little video that I'm thinking of uploading to YouTube too. But, you know, sometimes, dude, I, I, dude I'm such a fuckhead, bro. I, I worry so much about what other people think, dude. Why? Why, dude? I've already got friends. I've already got a girlfriend. I don't need to impress shit. And I'm so worried about what other people think all the time, bro. Dude, I did this fucking... Um, for work, we're going to start doing some different psychometric testing, bro. So I did the test that I'm that we're thinking of uh, doing like for our clients. And I, I just did it. And it spits out... <laughs> My results about how high anxiety and shit I am. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And my fucking supervisor's like looking at it. She's like, okay, yep, yep, high anxiety, okay. She's like, do you mind me even looking at this? Because um, I, I, I play my cards close to my chest at work. So they don't know about the potty. They don't know about comedy, bruh. Uh, they don't know that, you know, I am you know, socially awkward and or social, social anxiety, bro. And she was like, she said, um, do you mind me looking at this? I might, I might accidentally learn something about you, you know? Cause that's what it's like. Like people, people don't really know me at work, bro. I just feel like, you know, when, when you're in that situation, dude, like where, you know, when you've got jokes about your dick and stuff and, you know, you, you work in a place that's full of women, you don't really need those women hearing, hearing that shit sometimes. And then there are people probably like, um, what makes you think other women want to hear it? Like, I don't care what those women think. Cause I don't have to see them every fucking day. You know, in the club, they see me do my set. They're fucking gone. I don't have to see them again. I don't care. These people I got to sit, have coffee with every day and see face to face every day. I don't need them knowing about my dick jokes, you know? Shit, man. I went to the fucking post office the other day to pick up a package, dude. I bought a, I ordered a new t-shirt and a wallet. Um, my wallet, my wallet was bending in the wrong spot and it was fucking all my cards up, you know? So I, um, 
I decided to go, yeah, to buy a new wallet. And it's nice, dude. It's a nice wallet. But um, I went to go pick this shit up from the, the post office. And the dude, he's an old man that works there. And he, go, he just approaches the uh, counter. I'm at the counter waiting for someone. He comes to the counter and instead of saying, hello, sir, how may I help you today? Or, hey, how you going? Or whatever. He goes, six, six and a half. And I was like, what? He goes, six, six and a half. He just looks at me. That's it. That's all he's got. I was like, what, bruh? And he just looks at me and... And then I was like, oh, he's talking about how tall I am. And I was like, oh, yeah, mate, 6'7". And he's like, oh, half an inch. You got to give me that one, don't you? And I was like, yeah, dude. McMath, get the parcel for fucking McMath, bro. I don't care, bro. About how fucking tall I am, dude. Leave me alone. God, dude. No wonder you got anxiety, you know, walking around knowing everyone's looking at you, guessing how tall you are and shit. Dude, six, seven, are you? Oh my, my brother, you'll never believe it. He, he's six, five size 13 shoe. I don't give a fuck. All right. I don't give a fuck how tall your whole family is. Dude, guess what? I was at a supermarket last night buying ingredients for a fish curry. Okay. And I walked by a tiny, tiny, tiny little man, bro. And I thought, I, I thought to myself, that kid's got a bald patch and gray hair. And he turned around and it was a, it was an old man and he, he was all in proportion. So he wasn't, you know, how midgets like they look, I mean, sorry, little people, dude, I got to tell you midget, dude, midget cannot be offensive, bro. Cause they used to call themselves midgets. I don't understand it. Like gay people, you know, gay people, like fag is like offensive, bro, or homo or like fucking queer or whatever. Like queer is okay to say, but like only in a certain context. But like, because, you know, LGBTIQ or whatever, Q, Q means queer, you know? But like, you can't just go like, what are you, a queer? That's like. That's like offensive or something, but, but midget dude, like these people weren't stolen from anywhere. Like, like, you know, like Africans being called the N word, bruh, they were, you know, they were enslaved. Midgets were never enslaved or nothing. Like, I just don't understand why midget is such a uh, bad word, dude, especially like, uh, it's hard. It's hard, bruh. Cause it's the N word for small people, I guess, little people. So yeah, this man, he, this man, Michael, he wasn't a little person. Bro. He was, he was a little person. He was a little man, but he wasn't a little person. And do you understand how the semantics of that co- comment that I just made don't make sense? He was a little person, right? Li- like literally, he was literally little. Okay. But he wasn't a midget. He just was tiny. He must have been right on the verge of like the the fucking um you know the cutoff, because you could like you could tell, dude. You could tell that he wasn't. You know he didn't have like dwarfism. You know like the big heads and like he was all in proportion, but he was just a tiny little man. Like you know, have you seen that fucking video on YouTube of that little Indian dude 
just busting fat moves, bro, like Michael Jackson music. And he's tiny, but he's like 40. That's what this dude at the supermarket looked like, bro. And you know what I did? Walked past him. And he didn't piss me off by saying, well, you're tall. And I didn't, I didn't say, oh, shit. I didn't go up to him and say, where's your mommy or something, you know? I left his ass alone and he left my ass alone, bro. No Brunei, bro. There's no home loans here in Brunei, dude. Dude, last night, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be frank with you guys. I, uh, I smoked a little bit of that Chiba, bro. That, uh, you know, that, uh, that greenery, you know, that good smoke. Um, that fucking Mary Jane, bro. I smoked it. I smoked it. And I was wigging out, bro. I was Andrew Wiggins, bro. I was police chief wigging out, bro. I didn't know anything, bro. Bro, I had a legit out-of-body experience. And I know you people are like, that's not what weed does, man. Bro, I did not feel like Claiborne anymore. I was fucking... Dude, I was looking at myself and just doubting everything. I was like, who am I? I was like, "Do am I as smart as I think I am? Am I even good at my job? Is my podcast good? Am I even funny? Am I shit at comedy? Am I a good boyfriend? Am I even good at Call of Duty? Do I even like basketball? Who the fuck am I? I had an existential crisis, bro. Last night. I had an existential crisis, dude. I was Andrew Wiggins, bro. I'm telling you. Oh, man, that's good coffee, dude. Fucking love coffee. Yeah, dude, I was wigging the fuck out. And then I was mad embarrassed, right? Because Rachel was like, what's going on in your head? And I was like, so much, dude. Like, I got so much going on in my head. I can't catch a thought. I was like, you can hear me when I talk, right? And she's just like, <laughs> she's like, yeah. I was like, shit. <laughs> and then I started cracking. I had like a giggle fit, dude. Eventually, once I started freaking the fuck out, I had a giggle fit. Then I freaked out. <laughs> then I freaked out again, dude. Shit was, dude, shit was embarrassing, dude. She was a straight up embarrassment, bro. But I tell you this, I had the best sleep I've had in months, bro. Months. Man, I was fucking, oh man, I couldn't, I couldn't get it together. And then I, I even felt like so weird this morning. I was like, hey, Rach, I hope you're not mad at me. <laughs> She's like, no, don't worry about it. I bet you had the best sleep ever. And I fucking did. I was like, yes, ma'am. Oh man. So you guys know, uh, Rachel's got ulcerative colitis. I think I've talked about it before. It's like, um, inflammation of the gut. I don't know if it's a large or small intestine, but inflammation in there, right? So sometimes that means you like, you have to poo without warning, bro. So it's just like, you know how sometimes if you hold your poo for a while, then you're busting, you got to run to the toilet. That's what it's like from the start, bro. So as soon as you need to go, you need to fucking go. So there's that. Sometimes there's blood in the poo. Um, uh, 
pain. I think there's you get like stomach aches, things like that. And she's, I think she's having a flare up, dude. And so, dude, you can't. You're not supposed to have like inflammatory foods like chili, um, and things related to it like capsicum. I don't think you're supposed to have none of that. I think uh, alcohol for sure. You're not supposed to have, and that's the thing. Right, it's my birthday next week, next Saturday, next Saturday, and um, yeah, it's yeah, it's my birthday next week, and Rachel's not able to drink, and so she's like a bit sad. She's a bit sad because she's like, oh, it's your thirtieth. You're not even, you know, you're not able to have a thirtieth because of this lockdown. You know, I'm going over to Mileage's place. Friday night, he's having 10 people over so so I can, you know, have some beers with friends on my birthday. And she's coming, right? Rachel's coming. Um, but she probably can't drink and she's like, oh, I'm just going to ruin your birthday. And it's not going to ruin my birthday, man. But like, it's not going to be heaps fun for her to like, just get, you know, watch us get lit, which sucks, man. So she was a bit sad this morning because, because of that. Cause she's like, Oh, like I could just drink and whatever, but I'll be in so much pain the next day. I was like, not worth it. You know, not worth it. So yeah, that sucks. But dude, you know, CBD, that's that shit in, um, cannabis, right? That shit's supposed to be good for it. So I'm like, dude, smoke with me. And she said, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. But maybe it would have helped. Maybe that would have helped, dude. You never know, bro. Um, Michael Rappaport, the the stepfather of the Welcome to the Party podcast, he, um, he's got ulcerative colitis. He, he says that he uses the 405 as his own private bathroom, bro. He doesn't give a fuck, dude. He'll shit on the side of the highway. And I've seen Rachel do, you know, I've seen Rachel make some questionable decisions before, you know, not questionable though, questionable if I did it, but like, I don't have ulcerative colitis. Um, I should stop putting her information out there. I was wigging the fuck out last night. Um, shit. What else? There was something else I wanted to talk about. And this is why you should take notes, guys. You should write notes down and prepare for your episodes. Oh, 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 shit. Probably going to mow the lawn today as well. So so there's some information for you. Um, shit. I don't remember what I, what else I had to talk about. So how about we uh, we go to a new segment. Money Making Mitch, um, hit me with some Clay's reviews. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costume? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Yeah, man. So uh, I watched on Netflix this movie called Julie and Julia. And dude, you know I'm a sucker for a true story. And this shit was based on two true stories, bruh. What? Now that's dope. So check this out. There was this there was this um, chef or something. TV chef called Julie or something. And... Um, she had an interesting story about how she got a book published and then, you know, her whole career happened on TV, right? 
And then the other story was like this girl was a full fan of hers and cooked every recipe in her book over a year, like 540 recipes in like 365 days. And she did a blog about it and became very successful, blah, blah, blah. And then she wrote a book about, about that experience. And that's what the movie was about was these two stories like sort of intertwined. Um, the girl never met the chef lady. Um, but it was a do- it was it was a dope story. Um, uh, what's her name? Meryl Streep was the 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 chef and um, fuck. Uh, Alice is it Alice something? What's her name? That that redheaded actress with the pointy nose. Uh, she she plays um. Ricky Bobby's assistant, I think, in um, Talladega Nights. Alice something, maybe. I'm sure. Alice, um, Amy, Amy Adams. Got it. Amy Adams. Um, so she plays the blogger girl. Uh, it was cool. You know me, clay in the kitchen. I like food. I like movies. So that was two good things, really. It was a cool, cool how they went back and forth between the stories. Um, it made me want to grind even harder with the potty because of the blogging side of things and the success she had made me just want to fucking keep grinding, uh, inspiring, bro, all that shit. Uh, seven out of 10 for that. I watched Mission Impossible Fallout, dude. And bro, I had the time of my life. Dude, Tom Cruise probably ran, dude, speaking of mileage, bro, this dude probably got up Probably three, uh, probably 30,000 miles, bro. He ran in this movie. This dude was running, bro. And he's pretty quick for an old dude. I think he's like 55 or something, maybe. That's all on source here. Welcome to the potty podcast. But dude, he, dude, he fucking was running. And Henry Cavill is handsome as fuck, dude. Henry Cavill, dude, like... Dude, if there was home loans in Brunei, dude, I think I think that would be a fucking home loan that I would sign up for, you know? Understand? Um, but dude, Fallout, Mission Impossible Fallout. And a Fallout is something you have when you fight with your friends or um, you know, so it can be it can be it can be more of a positive thing too, is if you 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 fall out laughing, dude. So if you know you're on you know, you're you're sitting in traffic and, and you see a dude try to do a wheelie across the pedestrian crossing and he falls off his bike backwards. You might fall out laughing. So, um, yeah, dude, you know, Mission Impossible has the same recipe all the time. People wearing masks is always Halloween and um, 7.5 for that one. That was fun to watch. There's a new movie on Netflix called The Wrong Missy. It's uh, a Happy Madison production. David Spade stars in it uh, and Lauren Lapkus. Um, who I did I, I truly did not like in this movie, but she wasn't a likable character, so I guess she did a good job. Um, the premise is basically uh, David Spade breaks up with his fiance because she cheats on him, and he's you know he's back dating, and he he meets two Melissas, and the hot Melissa is like Miss. You know, Miss Indianapolis or something, Miss Indiana or Miss Rhode Island. She's like a Miss State, you know, Miss Mississippi or something. And she, she, um, Miss Nebraska could be. She, 
he meets her in an airport and he's like, fuck yeah. Like she literally bangs her in a, in a closet and she has to take a flight and then he texts her, but he's also been on another date with this other chick who's a psychopath, right? Just fucking full of, just a wild bitch. And, um, they're, na- they're both named Melissa and he goes on a work trip and he invites Melissa, right? And he thinks it's the, the hottie from the airport. It's a, it's a fucking psycho. Guess what, you guys? He falls in love with her in the end. Of course, that's a recipe for rom-com. But, um, dude, I had some laugh out loud moments, but I just didn't really fuck with this film, dude. So I gave it a five. Um, sorry, technical fucking issues. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Dude, and like honestly, I'm not gonna cu- I'm not gonna have money making Mitch cut that out. The the monitor here, I ran over it with my chair, and well, I ran over the cord with my chair, and the cord disconnected. I had to reconnect it, and we're keeping that we're keeping that dead air in the episode. Um, uh, so that's the wrong Missy. And last night, while I was uh, you know, well, no, before before I fucking was police chief Wigan. I um I watched the movie called the The Catcher Was a Spy starring Paul Rudd, and Paul Rudd is a Jewish, he's a catcher for for the Boston Red Sox, and he, and he um he fucking gets recruited by some spy agency to go and um do be a spy dude, and it's a true story. His name was Mo Berg, this Jew, right? And dude, you know I'm a sucker for a true story. You know it. So think about how bad this true story must have been put together on film for me to give it a shit score. You know, because I I'm, I might actually be too lenient to these fuck movies that are true stories, though, because I am a sucker. I'm a fucking sucker for a true story, bro. And that's, you know, that's a fact. That is sourced. But this, this shit here, dude, yawn. Fucking boring. The fuck are you doing? And Paul Rudd's not an athlete. I know catchers don't look like the most athletic dudes, but Paul Rudd looked like a fucking sausage dog in this film, bro. His legs are short. And I fuck with Paul Rudd heavy. I think his best film might be I Love You Man or, you know, he's a he's a fucking great character in Anchorman, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, I think. But like, come on, bro. This shit sucked. This shit really sucked, dude. Um, and I got—I got to be honest with you, dude. It's gonna—it's gonna get a three out of fucking ten, dude. The catcher was a spy. Embarrass. Embarrass. That's closure reviews. But while I was doing closure reviews, dude, I did remember what I want to talk about, dude. I went to go—I got my hair tightened up last night, got my braids redone, and um. And I also went and got, you know, got, got faded up. And dude, when I'm at the barber shop, nine times out of 10, dude, there's always a shit barber. There's always a shit barber. And nine times out of 10, I fucking get this dude. And, um, I don't know what to say to you, bro. Cause I, I just want to be like, nah, not him. But I, dude, I'm worried about his feelings, bro. I don't want to hurt him, but I don't want him to cut my fucking hair anymore, bro. And they're African and I want to support him. But I don't want him touching my fucking wig piece anymore. 
Straight up. I always get him. Brian Lavelle knows who I'm talking about. He gets his hair cut the same place. And he knows the shit guy. And I was about to text him. I got the shit guy again. Fucking every time, bro. And he just fucks my wig piece up, bro. He loves pushing my hairline back. And he... Dude, he can't fade for shit, to be honest with you, dude. Dude, I don't want to fucking... You know, I don't want to fuck this dude's good name up. But like... You're trash, bro. You're trash. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Let's let's get to poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. And you guys know what it is. Wild news stories. Um, what do we got here? Here we go. Man strolls naked through apartment complex. Now that and this is from a guy named Seb. And I know I think I think I know three Sebastians. And I guess Seb is usually short for Sebastian, but Seb sends in an article here. Man strolls naked through apartment complex, bro. Um, Oh, it's a link to a video. I'm just going to have to pause the video probably because it's going to play sound. Anyway, um, uh, PA, so Pennsylvania. Oh, dude, I've been here. Lawrence Township Police responded to a call about a man taking off his clothes and walking around through a local apartment complex on Tuesday night, leading to the arrest of an Altoona man for warrants in Lancaster. And, bruh, we played in Altoona. Um, St. St. Francis College. St. Saint Francis, Pennsylvania is in Altoona. And, um, yeah, dude. We bodied them too. They weren't that good, but, um, yeah, bro, that's where I've been there, dude. And old tuna, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like old tuna, bro, which is, you know, something that'll, you know, make a, make a well man sick, but, um, it's actually, it's also a place in, in Pennsylvania and dude, it's, there's, I'll tell you what, what there is to do in old tuna, dude. Old tuna is, you know, I would say. It's a small town, but I'll probably say per capita is probably, it looks like a place that would have the most missing children, I'd say. So that's that's what you got to think of in Altoona. A lot of hay bales, um, a lot of pitchforks, and probably a lot of uh, missing uh, children, maybe even missing black children. But um, this dude, yeah, this dude, I guess, just got naked, got chest naked and walked through an apartment complex. And that's, you know, that, that's... um inappropriate that's the type of behavior of a of a um predator dude so yeah this dude's posture is fucked up he looks like the letter s for sure there's no picture of this dude but you can just probably imagine think of the think of the word you know um uh you know sicily you know and that's a place in in italy but it's also it's also like if you wanted to be clever while you were you know, talking shit about a gay person instead of calling him a sissy, you would call him like a, you know, you'd say they're from Sicily or something more, you know, someone that's got, uh, you know, that's so insecure, bro. Cincy, bro. Cincinnati. Um, shout out to Chris D'Elia, but, um, yeah, dude, the letter S this dude looks like for sure, bro. Cause you got to keep your clothes on when you walk through apartment complexes, especially if there's children like, you know, around there. So thank you, Seb, for, for sending that one in. Um, and this is, this is, this one's coming in from Robert and this one doesn't sound great at all. 
it's pretty pretty um, nerve-wracking stuff and this I would say it's pretty um, predatory as well and maybe pedophilia um, so some dude created a flashlight and modeled modeled it after um, this character from a bug's life um Heimlich, who I believe is like a big worm or um, larvae or something. And he's, he's, I guess this guy's an artist that did this. It cost $2,000 to recreate this fleshlight into this, this Heimlich guy. And Heimlich does sound like the name of a, you know, of a flesh that's uh, some guy would call his fleshlight. But uh, yeah, to be honest with you, dude, it's, it's disturbing to look at. And we'll, we'll, we'll probably put it on the uh, Wong to the Potty instagram to be honest with you but um yeah yuck dude uh your posture you know your posture is average dude you don't quite look like the number six but you, you definitely look like the number five if you know what i'm saying so um yeah we'll put that we'll have to put that picture up for sure so um i'll just i'll just save that um send that to money maker mitch um you know, we're getting a lot of coronavirus stuff. People hosting coronavirus infection parties. Um, kill yourselves. Uh, kill yourselves. Your posture is fucked up. You look like Mr. Burns. You look like six Mr. Burns standing in a row. So the number six and a Mr. Burns. You look like that. You got yellow skin and liver spots, bro. Um, Michigan man. And this one's coming in from Rachel. And I don't know if this is uh, my Rachel, but, you know, it always could be. Um, she would probably just message me or tell me about it, not email the, the show, but, um, it's probably not, there's so, so many Rachels out there. Um, Michigan man broke into woman's home, asked to keep her underwear. And this dude looks like, um, remember the Punisher? What's his name? Mike Rosenthal or something? Mike, um, Bernthal, uh, Peter Bernthal, uh, John, John Bernthal. This dude looks like a fat John Bernthal, like John Bernthal looks like this dude if he got his shit together, you know? Um, and this dude, this dude, you know, this dude is trying to get dirty diapers and shit from, from grown ladies. So, um, dude, his name's Mickelson too. So he should be better at golf, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, this dude, this dude's in Manatee County Jail, bro. And, and I think that, is that where bloody... Is that where what's his name from making a murderer spend a bit of time? Um, what was his name? Stephen Avery. I think he might have been in Manatee County Jail for a minute, but uh, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. And if you want an unsourced t-shirt, go to welcometothepotty.com slash store. Um, yeah, dude, this dude's robbing bitches for their, their undies, bro. And that's that's sick. Thank you for sending that in, Rachel. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll have to post that guy's picture because that's lit. Um, what else we got here? Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is probably more, fuck it. Let's, let's go to fuck shit. Shall we play that? Play that shit. Moneymaker. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Um, so 
So in IKEA in China, I believe, um, this this lady masturbated in in an IKEA, dude, in in China, dude. So you know Chinese social media, they they fucking really they take that shit real serious. They'll take it down. So it got nine million views. This shit went viral, right? And um, oh, sorry, who sent this in? I'll have to go back. I have to. I have to go back. So I won't. Hold on. Let's go back. Let's because I forget to shout this person out. Uh, Leon. This could be my old housemate, but we'll see. Um, pornographic clip shows a woman pleasuring herself half naked on various sofas and beds in the furniture store's showroom, while oblivious shoppers walk by in the background. Um, that's pretty lit. Um. Shit, you know what? We're gonna to go to Google and we're gonna try and find this uh, IKEA video. Maybe it's on Pornhub actually. Pornhub, and we'll just Google IKEA in Pornhub. IKEA. Let's bloody see how this chick goes. Oh my god, that's bold. That is a bold strategy. And there's heaps of people in the background. Oh my god. That's craziness. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And now it's a close-up on her, on her pussy and asshole. She's not even enjoying it, to be honest with you. She's actually, she's clear. Well, obviously, you would be nervous. She's still, she's gone pretty hard, but she like you can look at her face and just be like, yeah, not keen, not keen on this. She's taking her shoes off now. So she's getting real comfortable while she, um, you know, plays with her little jute there. Changing, um, oh, now she's not on a couch anymore. Now she's on a bed. Oh, someone's watching her this time. Yep. Oh, three men are watching her now. She's still going. She doesn't give a fuck. Just sitting there really just pantless. Oh wow, this is embarrassing for me to watch. Whole family just walked by. And that's basically predatory behavior, I would say. Or Yeah. This is irresponsible to be honest. But very bold. Okay, now she's completely nude. Completely nude. Sitting on uh, a cushion. And really, yeah, she's really banging it out now this time, to be honest with you. And she looks nervous as fuck. Oh, she's squirted. She's just squirted in Ikea. And that's... Oh, God. Uh... Dude, if I ended up buying that fucking cushion, I would be infuriated. It is soaking wet. It is soaking wet, you guys. And now she's licking her fingers. And just... Yeah, that's the end of the video. So, so that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of shit that we, uh, we break down. Thank you, Leon. Um, I guess that's it. That's the entire point of the, the thing. So that is some fuck shit. I don't want, you know, I don't want, dude, if I want, yeah, if I want a used fucking cushion, a cushion that's been used like that, I'll break into a bitch's home and I'll, I'll ask her if I can keep it like fucking John Bernthal's brother. You understand that? And then, you know, this 
If I go to Ikea, I want new furniture that hasn't been, you know, squirted on. You understand? Um, but yeah, you know, power to you. You went viral. Congrats. Um, but there, that's your 15 minutes. It's over. It's over. Um, so that was, that was listen to this fuck shit, which I don't think we've done fuck shit for a while. So thank you, Leon. Um, shit. What else? Oh, should we do a little bit of, uh, a little bit of advice? We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. All right. Let's fucking do it then. Since it ain't no problem. I've got some, I've got some advice for you before we fucking get started is don't jerk off in Ikea. Um, and they call it, they call it cause there's jacking off, right? So they call it for ladies. They call it jilling off, I guess. Um, okay. This one sounds nice. I'm a 30 year old loser and that's coming from, um, hold on. Oh, do I need to go back again? Uh, anonymous. All right. What have we got here? I'm 30 years old, working at a boring desk job with a piece of crap boss. I have no friends. I come home from an abusive family, so I don't have any family either. I don't have a girlfriend. I haven't had one for more than seven years now. I'm alone and lonely. I don't have any hobbies. I'm overweight. I don't have the money to buy fancy things. There's literally nothing positive in my life right now. I guess I fit into the stereotypical image of the 30-year-old loser. No, because you don't live with your mom, dude. Um, so congrats. Um... I'm miserable and most days are spent either being in pain or being bored. Most of all, I'm feeling powerless to change anything. Plus, I'm likely to get fired soon. Do you have any advice on how to turn things around? Sorry if this sounds unnecessary ranting. I feel really down. Yeah, dude. If you hate your job and you're likely to get fired, do yourself a favor and quit that shit. Force yourself to find a new job, bro. Force yourself. You, If you're unhappy, you got to make change, bro. Shit does, doesn't change for you, dude. To be honest, you got to fucking make change. Boring desk job, you said. Piece of crap boss. Fuck that place. You don't like it there? You got to fucking get the fuck out. Who gives a fuck? Get out of there. Quit. That's what I would say. Um, you said you've got no friends. You also said you got no hobbies. You got no money to buy fancy things. Guess what? Fancy things won't make you happy. Hobbies and friends will. What do you enjoy? Do you like video games? Um, do you like hikes go join a walking group do you like bikes join a bicycle riding group do you like motorcycles become a gang member you can do all types of shit dude um what else if you like video games uh maybe find something else do you like cooking take a cooking class is there anything you'd like to learn take a class you'll meet people in the class go to the gym you'll meet people at the gym dude there's Dude, this is so easy. You said, I'm overweight. Go to the fucking gym. You'll meet people at the gym. Do a class, you know? Do boxing. Do, do martial arts. You'll meet people. It's, uh, CrossFit. You'll meet people. Weightlifting. You'll meet people. Dude, you kidding me? You're overweight. Join a social basketball team. Social soccer, indoor soccer team, dude. You'll lose weight. You'll meet people. Bro, this is so easy. You're not trying. You're not trying. I don't feel sorry for you, bro. You're not trying. I understand sometimes you can get into, you know, darkness. You can you can find darkness in your life, but you need to you need to make a change. You can't just sit back and fucking complain about it. I don't have this, I don't have that. Fucking go get it, bro. Go fucking get it. 
sit, you, you clearly like podcasts, talk about, talk about podcasts with people. That's how you can connect with people. You listen to me talk all this shit, bro. Go talk to someone about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Hey, do you listen to this shit? It's dope. You should buy a t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt. People will be like, what's unsourced, man? You'll be like, listen to this dope podcast. Bro, this is so easy, dude. This is so fucking easy, dude. We need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Fuck, that was easy, bro. I'm going to keep going until I find a hard one. Um, This one's wild, bro. Oh, too long. Too long. Sorry. And that's Leon again, so... Leon's been fucking really getting into it this week, but Leon, that was too long. Um, uh, What's this one? How long is this? All right, here we go. And this one is from Owen. I've been with my girlfriend for about 1.5 years now. So that's one and a half. That's also known as one and a half. Um, I knew from the beginning that she struggled with an eating disorder. And as the months went by, I realized that this most likely is because of her mom, who definitely has an eating disorder that she's projecting onto my girlfriend. Oh, and Owen's um, subject line actually says, my girlfriend's mom is kind of starving her. So think about that. Um, Her mother and all her sisters are obsessed with weight. My girlfriend was put on strict diet at the first time when she was six and is body shamed by her mom on a daily basis. Her mother even goes as far as covering her eyes when my girlfriend is wearing certain clothes. Probably too because she wants my girlfriend to feel disgusting or anything. Uh, Surely this is English is your second language. Let's keep going. Um, The more I learn about her mom, the scarier and crazier it gets. My girlfriend had mentioned a few times that she always gets less food food than everyone else. I asked if she wanted to show me a picture of her typical lunch, dinner, and oh boy, those meals were barely enough to be called appetizers. Example, the tiniest amount of chicken that I've ever seen and <laughs> that I've ever seen, dude. I love when people say that. It's so false, bro. The tiniest amount of chicken <laughs> that I've ever seen, okay? And some green lettuce and tomato. No wonder... My, she has lost weight too quickly the past months and loses more hair than people normally do and gets dizzy and faints. Note, it's not an economy issue. They are pretty stable economically and everyone else in her family gets more food than she does. Her mom's very stubborn and always puts her food in my girlfriend's plate. Oh, dude, she got to move out. She's getting abused and um, you said she's 23. She got to move out, dude. That's easy. I'm not going to keep reading this. She's got to move out. Tell her she can move in with you if you can't afford it. She Tell her to get a fucking job and she can move in with a friend or with you or by herself. She can't be living in that house. And she knows she's getting done wrong. Tell her to go. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. That's a terrible mother. It's a terrible mother. Her mother's got poor posture, bro. Her mother, dude. Needs to get her fucking shit together, bruh. And because she's going to die. She's losing hair and fainting and shit. She's going to fucking die one day, bruh. Get her to move in with you and feed her some, you know, feed her, feed her some fish curry and some cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that was, that was a lot. That was a lot, dude. But honestly, that's, that's really how I feel. That's really how I feel about this. It sounds it sounds unsafe. Um, shit, that's an hour, guys. That's a fucking hour. 
Um, dude, next time, next episode, I think I'm probably going to film it and you're going to see me and my dog doing the potty. Um, little Gigi, say what's up to Gigi. Um, please, please share the show, dude. Just share it. Hit a share button. Post a link on your social media. Post a link on Twitter. Post a link on Instagram. Post a link on Facebook. Whatever you do. Uh, share share it to Snapchat. Just please just tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Let's grow this shit. Let's make that money, bro. Um, you know what it is, bro. It's the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. And it's, my, it's the best time of my week. This is where I feel myself. Especially after I've had a fucking... You know, existential crisis. Now I feel myself again. I feel like I'm fucking ready to go. I'm about to mow the lawn, dude. You know, I'm going to install a security light. I'm doing all this wild shit, dude, for this dog. And also, you know, also I like working around the house. I'm, I'm Tim the Toolman Clayla. I'm fucking Tom Clady. We're out here winning, bro. So, um, yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Um, hit the hit the links in the episode description. Subscribe to everything. Hit like on the videos. You know, bro, you know what it is. Buy a t-shirt. I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves, dude. Go out there and make a difference. Every play counts. All right. Bung. Fucking bung. Baby, welcome to. Baby, welcome to.